Welcome back to Rare! This week we are talking all about Asmodee. Asmodee is a board gaming publisher and they have started collecting other board gaming publishers. So buckle in, we're finding out what games Asmodee now has and how it may have affected the board gaming community. Enough of the details, let's roll the dice and get this episode started. I'm Ashley (laughs) and I'm Ricky Um, this week we're going to be chit-chatting about Asmodee I think that's how you pronounce it Asmodee it's it's French Uh you just do what you want (laughs) (laughs) just Uh, kidding I'm sure there is a very proper way of saying it yeah it's just probably not how we're saying it um so, Asmodee, they kind of have, I don't know, there's like some good and some bad. I don't want to say bad, because that just doesn't sound right. <laughs> Did you just like... <laughs> I said how to pronounce. It's Asmodee. Is it Asmodee? Asmodee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nice. Oh, this is this is the American pronunciation. Oh, Asmode. Asmode. Okay, it's good enough. Asmode has a a ton of other like board gaming publishers and like studios. Um, they sort of just started collecting them, so to speak, and some of them are pretty recent. Some of them they've had for a little while. Some of them they've collected a little bit quietly, and they're still, um, because that's, like, a nice thing, I guess, about Asmodee, is that these different, like, studios can still keep their, like, name attached, but they're basically under Asmodee's umbrella, so to speak. So, like, any support will go through Asmodee. The, the, like kind of notable ones um at least i think for like us that we know of um would be atomic mass games uh Catan studio simon days of wonder fantasy flight games game genic lookout games repost production space cowboys and z-man games it's a lot it is that's a lot yeah those are a lot of like a big name yeah and i think but i think the way that that works is that might just be the publishing rights for like asmodee us sort of thing i think asmodee as a whole own like owns them for the publishing in different countries too because asmodee has like a lot of um branches that are still separate but it's more for like publishing things because different countries have different publishing rights and things like that, which is like a whole nother side of business that is just a business thing and not so much a board game thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I do know that kind of like a 
Um, I I knew because I had seen it online. It was, I want to say like sometime last year, they had gotten either Fantasy Flight or Z-Man games. They got Z-Man games back in 2016. Oh, okay. Um, they launched Atomic Mass games in 2019. Mm. Uh, they... They acquired Miniature Market in 2021. I'm sorry, what was that? They acquired Miniature Market in 2021. Oh. Hmm. Um, it could also be that, like, some of this stuff was done back then, but they didn't really announce it until later. Yeah. Could be true. When did they, um, get the Fantasy... Fantasy Flight... Fantasy Flight. Um, in 2014, they announced that there was going to be a merger with Days of Wonder and Fantasy Flight. So they've been actually doing this for a long time. Mm-hmm. I mean, 20, 2015 and 2016 doesn't feel like that long ago, but it's also because I feel like we lost like two years. Right. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean it's not as it it's all been within the past ten years, at least. So, um, it's it's not like super long, but longer than what you would probably think. Yeah, um, but I mean, as long as the game companies get to keep doing what they're doing, because a lot of those game companies are good, like game design. And publishers, mm-hmm. like I, I guess I'm not upset about it. <laughs> Hopefully, it like would maybe even like streamline the board games a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, because I I guess the the less distributors you have, like. I don't know. I don't know if it'll make it easier for like like a board game store to get them or not. I I think it would. But there's like there's like pros and cons with it is I think it it is probably easier for um retailers to get a hold of going through like one company than like 10 different ones. Um, but I think there's some downsides too. Is because a smaller company might be more willing to take on uh, like part replacements. And I, I remember over the past like two years or so on the board game subreddit is there's, there's been posts about Asmodee not replacing bad parts or missing pieces or anything like that in a board game they put that off onto the retailers but i've heard i don't see how the retailers would be able to do anything about it though yeah yeah i I guess that would be a downfall unless they allow these 
like the company within the company to handle things like that. Because um, I know there's we've had pieces that were either missing or there's like a a card that was like really damaged or was like way off on color than all the other cards. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, I've like. Yeah, we've just had, like, missing pieces or bad pieces, mm-hmm. and we've reached out to the company, and, like, most of the time, they were able to um, fix our the thing that we needed, mm-hmm. um, and they would send it to us, but we usually contacted them directly, mm-hmm. um, but I can't say, I can't remember if any of them were part of Asmodee at the time, yeah, um, or if they are at all now, Um I think I there... think it does partially depend because um, sometimes keeping parts takes up space in like the warehouse or what have you, or they take up space somewhere of just parts. Yeah. Um, and I think by putting it onto the retailers is basically more or less like just swap out the whole game for a different game, sort of thing. Could be unless the re- retail stores have like an open box that if they still have that piece in that box they'll swap it out for you sort of thing yeah um but i've also seen um similar posts on the board game subreddit where people will be like i was able to get a parts replacement through asmodee so i don't know i think it might depend on the game or like when Asmodee acquired them sort of thing that that's kind of what I was thinking too like if it's a game that they publish frequently I could almost see them being willing to replace the parts because they have the parts on hand Mm -hmm. um it's something that's constantly being made if it's one that's like harder to get I could see them being a little stingy because it's like well we don't want to like bust open a game to get you the part or, like, they just don't have them because mm-hmm. it's not being made currently. Yeah. Um, that, that'll be a topic for another day is uh, out-of-print games, I think. Yeah. There's a lot of them. <laughs> there, there is. Um, but I think um, another aspect of Asmodee is kind of like, are they becoming a Monopoly on a lot of the like bigger name board games um like i guess when i think monopoly i just think of like somebody kind of what they're doing like they're just Mm -hmm. buying up everything Mm -hmm. but i guess a monopoly is really like they kind of like don't they kind of like prevent other people from being able to do things yeah kind of like they they have the market cornered and if any other company comes in they get swallowed up by the bigger company sort of thing like the bigger company will have lower prices or they'll have special products that you can't get anywhere else and so you're not gonna go to you know another company for it yeah um but I guess when it comes to board games, it's slightly different because, mm-hmm. 
like whoever has the publishing rights is the only person that can have publishing rights. It's not like, you know, if you go to the store and one store has bread for like a dollar and another store has bread for like a dollar twenty five. It's the same brand, but like two people are selling it. Yeah. Um, where board games is just like if Z Man Games bought the rights for something only Z-Man Games can publish it because they bought the rights and nobody else has the rights to it. Yeah. Um, so I guess I, I don't know if you would consider that a monopoly or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I know like they started out as like a smaller company and wanting to kind of help other small companies, mm-hmm. but now they're a big company and they're helping out bigger companies. <laughs> Yeah, because I would say, like, Z-Man Games, I wouldn't say it would be a smaller company. <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't even, like, I I guess I don't really know the size of anything. I mm-hmm. kind of judge the size of the company based off of how well the name is known. Mm-hmm. But I guess I don't actually know, like, the size of the companies. Yeah. So, like, Simon. Uh, Days of Wonder, Fantasy Flight, to me, are all probably... I would consider them all big companies just because those are big names, but they could be small companies. They, they could know. be, yeah. Um, I didn't know some, like, Asmodee had some of these, but also I don't... Because a lot of the time, I don't know if I just... I have a game that's still branded by them if that makes sense like if i still have a a z-man love letter is it still marked by z-man or is it also marked by asmodee you know um i guess when it comes to that kind of stuff you would check like the logos on the box Mm, yeah um and you can tell if it's like an older asmodee game or if it's, like, a newer one, because their logo has changed over the years. hmm Because, um, like, I remember uh, one of their older ones, it's, like, a it's like a bunch of little box people that are all happy, and they're, like, stacked together, and it says Asmodee. Yeah. Um, I think I have some like, of we actually, games. <laughs> Yeah, we actually have some games with that logo on it, because I, I remember, like, I've looked at the logos, like, multiple times on a lot of the games, mm-hmm. and now it's a lot, like simpler and cleaner just like a box that says asmodee with like colorful boxes behind it mm-hmm. um it's not like the little box people anymore and they're kind of like using that like um the one with like the, a bunch of colors behind it is kind of like general asmodee mm-hmm. and then I, I saw some for like um usa i think it was like the white box with like uh blue and gray behind it and mm-hmm. they have like Asmodee France, Asmodee Europe, Asmodee Japan. I think each one has like different colors behind it to represent like the oh, different like countries. Yeah. So like they kind of streamlined their logo a little bit. Um So, I don't know, but hmm. they now they have like Asmodee Digital, Asmodee Entertainment, Asmodee USA. Uh-huh. Like, so many different things. So, so many different things. So, I guess you can kind of tell 
timeline wise like what kind of logo asmodee logo does it have and is there any other like name on the box yeah or if it's like a newer one is there another is there still another name on the box or if if, like you said if you buy a z-man game now is it also going to include the asmodee logo on it Mm -hmm. yeah because i can't even like you can on their website you can like shop by studio and it has like atomic mass games Catan, and all that but i don't know where you would go for just maybe i need to hang on let's go to google let's go to google it could also be too that even though they bought the companies themselves they may still have only bought publishing rights to certain games because mm-hmm. i'm not sure sh- i mean i could probably go downstairs and look um but like i can't say that i've seen the asmodee symbol on like zombicide mm-hmm. which is actually simon and like guillotine games mm-hmm. but i do think they own some simon products but maybe not all of them see for Simon, it looks like Asmodee is selling it. Uh, I'm sorry, as far as Zombicide goes, it's on. They are selling it? Yeah. Okay. Like, also, like, the newest one that we bought would have been Green Horde, which is a little older. Um, we did like kickstart uh, Massive Darkness 2 mm-hmm. so like I'll be interested to see if they're on the box for that one when we get it um, mm-hmm. I will say a plus though that what they're doing is um, Asmodee Digital is making a lot of the games that they do have rights to into like digital versions mm-hmm And I love board game apps because you can always play them no matter how many players you have um, by yourself, passive play, online. um, And, like, I love that and I wish, like, a lot more games were digital so that I could play them because, you know, you don't always have people to play games with or if it needs... You know, a certain amount of players, you don't always have, like, like for us, it's hard to get a lot of, like, the three-plus players games out because it's just the two of us. Mm-hmm. Um, so being able to play a digital version whenever I want to is mm-hmm. nice because there are some games that I really like. We just can't play them. So I will say I'm glad that they're doing that. Um, also, like, Ticket to Ride and... Um, some of their other things. What else do they have? I, I like bring things up and then I Google over them. Um, like uh, Jaipur is a good game. It's a two-player only game, but they have a nice like digital app for it. Pandemics pretty good digital. Mm-hmm. Uh, Splendor is pretty good digital. Um. Carcassonne's a good digital game. Catan. 
is okay. Um, I think a lot of like the places where you can play Catan are a little clunky. Um, mm-hmm. So maybe they could work on that one. But I, <laughs> I think a lot of their other digital games are pretty dang good. Yeah. So. I mean, I think I think what Asmodee can like bring to companies is like a maybe wider variety and maybe access to things maybe they wouldn't have had access to before Asmodee. Um, yeah, but it's, I mean, like, I don't, I don't know enough about, I guess, board game distribution and the, the makings of a board game to like necessarily tell, you know, if there are things not available or out of reach to different publishers or not. Um, or maybe it could just be like a price thing too. Like, hey, if we like merge with you and we take on and you take on like our name, but you can still like keep your name on things, um, we can get you a better price for like minis being printed. Does that make sense? Yeah. Cheaper ways of getting components yeah and materials they they may have different contacts and things like that considering they do have like you know they have simon you know Mm -hmm. so like that probably opens up a lot of avenues for other you know board game companies to be able that are under Asmodee to have like help with Minnie's baby too. I don't know. Yeah, I guess it depends on like what parts when when Asmodee buys a company, the the terms and conditions of the purchase, um, how much control Asmodee actually has in that company, because um, I'm I'm sure like. Simon, they might have their own, um, like, mini designers, and I know Simon has really good minis games, and they might not be super willing to help other companies out, because that's kind of mm-hmm. what, like, that's kind of their thing, mm-hmm. um, but if Simon uses, like, a mini, like, company outside of their own company, mm-hmm. then that many company could do stuff for other people. I guess it depends mm-hmm. on whose hands are on what. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I see what you mean, though, that, like, Asmodee as a whole and with the other some of the other companies under wing, they could, you know, help other companies get hands on better components and materials mm-hmm. for their own games. Yeah. And just have like a a general like uh oh, I can't think of what I, I was like I was just about there and yeah, then it's like on the I, tip like, of your tongue. Trip for a second. <laughs> um but I get not necessarily 
Uh, it was oh, it was almost there. I, I'm gonna go with expectation, but that's not quite the word that I'm looking for. It was just, but it's like almost mm-hmm. like to have like a general like expectation across all of the games, like a a certain type of like I guess quality. I guess is what I want is closer, like uh, an expected quality across all the the game companies. So like this like. So when you when you think Asmodee, you think like good quality mm-hmm. instead of like this company is kind of okay with their quality. This one's mm-hmm. really good. This one's total shit. like yeah. it can bring everybody up to the same level of quality across the board. It's it, I think it's more of a standardization of components yeah. too. It's so they're they're held to a different sort of standard, which there's there's pros and cons to it you know because maybe you know a company will put a lot of effort into their minis and not as much effort to like their cards and then they're purchased and then they equal out their components so does that lessen the quality of the minis or does that just up the quality of the cards I don't know if I could say I have noticed a difference or haven't noticed a difference because unlike you, for some reason, I swear it's like every other game that you get has some sort of weird defect or something. Yeah, I just managed to pick the real winners. <laughs> um, I will say we got, which is, it's not Asmodee, it's Pandasaurus, but we got Machikoro Legacy and... Um, one of the boxes we opened, it was missing a component, and it was um, not the end of the world, so to speak, because we didn't have it, but it was just kind of awkward. And apparently it was a really, really common issue, and if we contact them, we should be able to get said component, but... Mm-hmm. Um, I might, we're not done with it yet, so I might see if we wind up missing anything else before I contact them. <laughs> yeah, um, we just, we currently have a game where there's a misprint on the reference cards, mm-hmm. and we did reach out, and they currently don't have anything to replace them with, so we're kind of stuck with the reference cards we have. Um, um, one of the publishers, I think, is one that was bought by Asmodee, but I don't know if the publisher... I think we might have gotten it, and it was a Mayday Games, and I don't think Mayday is Asmodee, so... I don't I'm not sure about that one. I think so, so unless... Because that's the other thing, too, is that sometimes, like, Asmodee is merged with Z-Man Games, and Z-Man Games might have merged or purchased other companies, and so they might be under them, and we don't know. It's like, it's these umbrellas. Yeah. So, <laughs> but... um. I, I think I did see that Asmodee did, like, Heidelberger Spielverlag? Spielverlag? Something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, they did in, like, 
2017, and that is one of the publishers for that. It's called it's a uh, Dead Man's Draw. We talked about it in like the pirate episode. Oh yeah. Um, so they they bought that publisher, but I don't think they necessarily bought like all the publishers for that game. So I don't know. It's also not a game that I've seen super often, so it could be a game that's not like currently in print or it's mm-hmm. not um I even want to say that maybe the version we got is an older print of it. It's mm-hmm. not like the newest printing of it. Yeah. Um, so that could be part of the issue too. Yeah. Um but I don't know. So that that's one game we haven't been able to get fixed, but there have been several games that I got like I think I end up buying mental blocks, which we haven't talked about yet. I keep meaning to. And I think I was missing, like, a whole puzzle. Because, like, I I have this thing where I like opening games and, like, Mm -hmm. comparing the components against, like, what they say I should have. And I guess it's kind of a good thing that I do because we do end up having, like, issues. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I think that one, I was missing, like, a whole set of cards. Oh, jeez. Because I opened it at your house, and I think I told you guys about it. Oh, when yeah. I found out. Yeah. And we're all like, how does that even happen? Like, yeah. It was a whole set, and I ended up, I, I I did email them, and they ended up sending it to me. So I was like, I have a completed game now, but it's just <laughs> like, how does this keep happening? Yeah. Yeah, you just, yeah, I can't, can't say that that's super happened to me, or at least I haven't noticed it but um yeah i i can't tell because obviously when you go online and like reddit is a i don't want to say well known because a lot of people still don't know reddit and like the board game subreddit um but like you go online and you're gonna find like Probably, I want to say, like, more like 75% is negative. You don't go online as much to praise a company. You go online to be negative. Complain. Complain. And you're going to be complaining. And, like, there's there's a couple of times where, you know, people are like... we need to be more positive. So here's a positivity I have. Um, and just doing like a quick search under the board game subreddit for Asmodee. I, I want to say it wasn't like overwhelmingly negative, especially from like the past two years. Um, I've seen a lot of posts between like um, four months to two years ago, sort of fluctuation from what I can tell. Um, but it's, it is a lot of people questioning things. Like, Asmodee announced a merger. Like, how do you think this is going to work out? Or Asmodee has, I believe, purchased Board Game Arena. What changes do you think will come from it? So it's it's people questioning, especially because Asmodee has gotten big quickly. 
because I feel like it wasn't that long ago they felt like not like a small company, but kind of like medium big. And then I just feel like the past like three or four years they've gotten like huge. But that just might be because they're quietly picking up other companies. <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, back when they were like starting to buy stuff was when we were starting to get into board games. Mm-hmm. So I don't really know what it was like before then. Um, I just know kind of what it was at the time and now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess I don't, I don't pay attention that much, um, and I can't say that I've noticed a difference or like maybe we've already had a game before it was bought out, mm-hmm. kind of thing. So I I couldn't tell you, like, obviously I'm not going to go out and buy, um, I don't know, like, a specific game. Like, like if we already have one, we're not going to go out and buy another copy just to be like, what's the difference kind of thing. Um, But, I mean, if somebody else has, like, an edition of something that's newer and maybe I saw that, I'd be able to see the difference i don't know i don't know i guess until i feel like the board games that they do own are like going downhill and a lot of people are complaining about them i guess do what you want to do (laughs) (laughs) um because, uh, like, the the games are still being made. The games are still coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the classics are still, like, being produced. It's not like they're putting being put on hold because mm-hmm. of anything. Yeah. Um, so, so you're still going to get your, you know, classic games, quote-unquote. Um, they're still coming out with plenty of really good games. Mm-hmm. Like... <laughs> I can't think of any game that I've bought recently that was total crap. <laughs> so, um, there's there's that game that I bought recently that you got to play when you came out that sixty second city one. Yeah, and um, got it for like eighteen dollars. I can't even remember who the publisher is offhand i think it was some like super tiny like i've never heard of them before but the the board was nice the tokens i want to say were relatively nice it's published by buffalo games buffalo games there we go um the, the board was nice, the tokens were pretty nice, but the cards were, like, the weirdest texture cards I have ever felt. Like, it just felt like glossy paper, I think, is the best way I to almost describe felt it. Like, 
I felt like it was like a thin cardboard with paint on it. Like you could yeah. almost feel like the texture of like the ink yeah. of the cards. Such a weird texture and the the plastic that all the pieces fit into was like very strange plastic and it straight up bent one of the um decks of cards like it's the event deck it straight up the packaging it came in bent the cards um they're really bowed yeah like pretty pretty bad so it's one of those things where it's like I mean, I could flatten them out myself. It's not enough where I'm going to go and contact them and be like, um, excuse me, I need some new cards because they're badly bowed. I mean, the game the game was like $18. It wasn't like an insanely priced game. So I'm not going to fuss too much. But if they were under Asmode's umbrella, I don't imagine the components would be so wacky. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, is like, I actually did really like that game. It- <laughs> so, like, so it's, it's one of those things where you want nice components, but mm-hmm. if a game is, like, fun, yeah, the components don't necessarily matter. Yeah. But it's nice. It so is nice. So I think yeah. um, anybody under the Asmodee umbrella, like, they definitely have nice components. They... They always look nice. Um, I can't say that they're all like a hundred percent winners, but like mm-hmm. it's just like you you have to find that balance because like just because you have nice components doesn't mean that makes up for a bad game. Oh yeah, and just no. because you have bad components doesn't mean your game is bad. Like you can have a good game with bad components. So I don't know. I guess it's like finding that balance and. I don't know where I was going with that, but, you know. But, yeah, like, if that game was purchased by Asmodee, would they have better components, or would they be left to their own devices kind of thing? Like, yeah. Is it how much of a hand does Asmodee have yeah. in the, all the companies that they bought? Yeah. I don't know if it's so much of a hand as so much of a they expect a certain standard maybe they want maybe. everything to hit a certain standard if you're above it that's great but you have to hit this standard maybe they say that you you get to choose between these uh, types of card stock um, and you can't have anything worse than that to help like because obviously or maybe not so obviously, when you are designing a game, you have to take into account how much the components cost into how much the game itself costs too. So for better components, it also raises the price of the game. And Asmodee has raised the price of some bigger title games like Catan and Pandemic and um, kind of those games of that nature where they're like really big and well-known i think they've updated the components to them and have raised the price overall for them they i think they updated the components to them before they raised the price and then they went and they raised the price for it does that make sense yeah i don't i guess i never went 
and paid attention to the cost. Because like I said, like we have Catan, we have Ticket to Ride, we have Pandemic, so I'm not going to go look at those three games when mm-hmm. I'm looking for games because we have them. So yeah. I, I guess I didn't notice like the price increase. Mm-hmm. Um, we also bought those like pretty early into mm-hmm. our board gaming collection career, if you want to call it that. Um, yeah. So they, they were probably definitely lower uh in price at that point mm-hmm. um i can't say if like the the i i think the components in those games are pretty decent mm-hmm. um i don't know what they could do to make the components better um i know there are some like different types of cards it's not just like uh it's not just card stock like some of them have like i think like actual like threading in them to make Mm -hmm. them a little bit better um so they could do like stuff like that um uh if some the the only the the biggest thing that i see a lot especially in like kickstarters is a game will start with like uh cardboard cutouts and as like goals are reached and more money is collected that they might up have like a a component upgrade as part of the Kickstarter stuff. Um, so, like, a, a retailer might get, like, the, the cardboard cutouts, but those mm-hmm. who backed it and are part of the Kickstarter and they re- reached that, they unlocked that goal, mm-hmm. they might get minis or, like, plastic pieces instead of the cardboard. Um, so, a lot of times, like, that's kind of, like, the biggest upgrade that you tend to notice is either, mm-hmm. like, cardboard is replaced with wood or plastic. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think with the 62nd city, I felt like the the paint was kind of chipping off the edges as like right out of the box. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that was like a look they were going for, um, or like, I I don't know. (laughs) That was just a really weird thing. Yeah. I guess the only thing that I could think that they could do would be put like a better finish on the pieces. So like the, the paint doesn't like wear away just by like touching it mm-hmm. um but the cards definitely could use an upgrade but yeah you don't use the cards so much that i i, I don't think it super affects the game it's not like mm-hmm. it's like a, a deal breaker because they're just like gold cards they're just yeah. kind of sitting there on the table but yeah. they were a really weird yeah material super, super weird texture that i noticed like right away i was like this is yeah. not a normal yeah they were like super thin and just like i don't know they were just super thin and flimsy yeah um but as as mode you know i i don't think your average gamer will necessarily notice as mode or know that their Z-Man game that they purchased is technically owned by Asmodee. Um, but I don't... I don't know if you consider that a a problem or not. That you don't know the parent company, so to speak. And if you don't want to support said parent company because they do something. I'm not saying Asmodee has done anything. I, I don't honestly follow enough of 
board gaming news to know whether or not somebody is um, being boycotted or not, I guess. Right. Um, I know because I'm the place I generally get my board gaming news. The board gaming subreddit is kind of where I find stuff out. So not insanely reliable and probably more biased than not. Um, but you know, I, I, and I only go on there every couple of months too. So, you know, who's to know what's happened? (laughs) Yeah. Um, I would say my husband usually keeps up on that stuff more than I do. I, I'm kind of one of those people who are like, if the game's good and it's fun to play, that, that's all that matters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't keep up on who owns what and why. Um, he's the one that usually is like, oh, by the way, like, this company bought this company. Or, oh, by the way, this is happening. Um, but he watches a lot of, like, the Dice Tower on mm-hmm. YouTube. And if you don't know who the Dice Tower is in the board gaming community, you might be living under a rock. Um, they're like... <laughs> They're kind of, like, the people who, like, started, like, the, at least from what I know, like, they kind of started, like, the whole, like, board game review YouTube thing. Like, they're pretty big. Like, a lot of times they'll, like, they were actually at, like, some of the conventions that we've gone to for board games. Mm -hmm. They, like, they had, like, a table or something and they were doing like recording and like stuff for for like their YouTube channel. They're just they're they're pretty big big name board game yeah. people. Yeah. <laughs> um and they usually have like a news um they they've expanded to the point where they they have like a news channel, they have like a board game reviews channel kind of thing like all under like the same thing, but mm-hmm. they kind of call them different things. But he kind of like keeps up with them. And they usually have that kind of information. Like, they they know who owns who and why. Yeah, yeah. So, I guess that's one place you can get your information. If you yeah. don't want to Google it, just yeah. YouTube it instead. <laughs> yeah, that's that's an aspect. I mean, there's, there's a lot to kind of, like, the board gaming world. But as far as, like... A, a general person who plays board games, it's it's biased. Um, you know, because if you... It's an echo chamber, you know? You go online and you're going to talk to the same people who are as invested into something as you are. And you think this piece of news is the most, like, earth-shattering piece of news that has happened... And then you talk to somebody outside of that group who's vaguely interested in the topic. And it turns out that they had no idea. They don't care. Their life continues on as normal. It's not the end of the world for them. Um, so Asmodee, I think, is overall good, but I think it is worrying some people that they're snapping up some more well-known companies. I I won't say bigger, but definitely well-known companies. Um, And I think that that worries some people. Yeah. 
But overall, I think Asmodee can be good. Um, kind of maybe helping raise standards even outside of themselves. Um, which can be a good thing overall. You know, just better components, um, more put together rule books. I know is one that a lot of people don't necessarily notice, but it is insanely beneficial to learning a game. <laughs> yeah, like I I couldn't necessarily point out all the like bad 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 ones, but it's one of those things like when you open up a game and you're reading the rules for the first time, like a good rule book stands out. You're mm-hmm. like, dang, this is yeah. a good role book. Where everything is laid out, like, so sensibly. <laughs> and you're just like, wow, why can't all rule books be like this? Yeah. And then um, Parks, like, I, I pointed that out to you when we played Parks. Um, the, the component boxes that they had. Like, you don't necessarily notice like generally games like mm-hmm. how their components are held in mm-hmm. the box you you do notice like when one just doesn't fit the yeah. components like after you open it up and it just doesn't go back in the box like yeah. that's kind of bad but yeah when you see a good component yeah. set up mm-hmm. and good components you're like dang mm-hmm. those are yeah. some good components that's nice that's slick. Um, and <laughs> and parks was one of them like they have the nice little like tree log shaped containers mm-hmm. that everything fits in and they fit neatly in the box um gorgeous another game i'm pretty sure that uses like the same company as far as like when they were making their components is a game called um, grim forest um the the components all fit neatly into like two little like plastic containers that fit neatly in the box. Mm-hmm. Um, that one does have miniatures, and the miniatures all have like the perfect place for them. Like everything's just like chef yeah. kiss uh, in the box. Like I remember so opening that box for the first time, and I was like instantly in love. I'm like I don't even care if this is like crap game. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the components. Yeah. When you come from something like Monopoly, where there's just, like, the spot for the board, and then, like, just a slot to, like, that all the cards and, like, uh, player figures get tossed, and there's, like, not an actual spot for them. They wind up, like, scattered all throughout the box. Or, like, the ones (laughs) where they have, like... Like, it's a big box, and then you open it up, and it's mostly just, like, either a plastic or cardboard insert (laughs) that has, like, just, like, it's, like, flat in the middle and then comes up and out on the sides Mm -hmm. to, like, keep everything from sliding. Yeah. And you're just like, why? Like, you have so much space. Why didn't you do more with this? And then you open up the box where, like, everything fits every time you put it away. It's It makes the game... um, setting up and breaking down easier mm-hmm. and everything fits perfectly everything's got a place there's not like extra space that's not needed there's not like not enough space like see that's that's another thing that is part of the like the the costs of a game because there's like a standard box size and that'll be cheaper than making a custom box so to speak or even like a custom insert but that's i feel like a totally different topic (laughs) yeah 
Yeah, but it's just like when you you know when you get the that game that's like good good rule book, good components, yeah, good game, yeah, like those ones stand out a little yeah. bit because like 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 you said everybody's got a standard and most people just go with the standard and then you have the people that go a little bit above and beyond and mm-hmm. just like thank you yeah I appreciate you so much. Uh, so as we wrap up, I think that should maybe kind of be our question this week is what's a game that when you opened it and then had to put it away, it was the best and easiest? Or if you have one that was just so awful that you just wanted to cry. Garbage. <laughs> Which... I I have both. So like Parks is is absolutely beautiful in the box. Everything has a place. Everything fits in there insanely nicely. There's like not any wasted space. Everything has its space. Just like absolute chef's kiss. The worst game I can think of back in the box is Ecos. It's I, tons and tons and tons of tiles that just do not fit back into the box. This one might surprise, for mine, might surprise people. Okay, so I'd probably say Grim, Grim Forest is probably the chef kiss for me. Like, mm-hmm. like when I think of a good setup, like that, that's what I think of. Mm-hmm. Like like you said, no wasted space. Now there is a difference between wasted space and extra space mm-hmm. for like expansions because some yeah. people will make extra space because they know they're going to make expansions. Yes. Um, so you can just put everything into one box, which is also really good, and I also appreciate that. Um, but actually, one of the worst games for me, and I I kind of hate putting it away, is Zombicide. Like, the components are absolutely great. The game is absolutely great. But, like, you have to, like, decide on how to put the game away and, like, remember how to put it away (laughs) every time you play it. Because there's, like, they made it um, so, like, the miniatures... They they did more so made the box for the miniatures and not, like... Uh. And um, for, like, the cardboard like pieces when it's like brand new out of the box mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. once you pop everything and you have baggies full of stuff like uh. you really gotta finagle the baggies back into the box yeah. like it, it wasn't made for extra bulk yeah which is really disappointing for like how good that game is like everything else wise um i wouldn't nec- i don't know if that's like my like complete 100 percent like worst game but mm-hmm. it's like the one that came to like yeah one, it's like the first thing I thought of one that's not like a I don't want to say like a generic game but like something like Monopoly where it's just like there's the spot for the board and then everything else just goes into the side and you hope it doesn't shake around and get scattered throughout the board like yeah just like an actual like board game <laughs> by the way can you tell me what your worst game 
to put away was because it totally cut out and I did not hear what the game was. Oh, it's Zombicide. Zombicide. Okay. Um, I've I've had games like that where you punch everything out and then you put everything in the baggies and then there's not really a place for them in yeah. the box. Yeah, I, I I feel like a lot of uh people think of like packaging, which a lot of the games are packaged very well, mm-hmm. but it's almost like they're like, packaging, got it, get it done, let's get it out, we're good, woo! And then, like, you pop out all the pieces and, like, nothing fits anymore, and you're yeah. like, you need to think past, like, <laughs> packaging and think of what it's going to be like once people, like, open it mm-hmm. and pop everything out, like, how is it all supposed to fit back into the box? Like. Yeah. I super appreciate the people who think past opening <laughs> the box. Future thinking. Uh, but yeah, that's that's the question for this week. Um, you know, follow us on our Facebook, Instagram, Discord, TikTok, all the, the fun stuff. You can see me uh, opening up the parks box. And then um, I'm going to put it all back together. It's in just beautifully, and it's like layered and it's gorgeous. Um, but yeah, that'll end us for this episode. Yee yee! But I'm Ashley. And I'm Ricky. Bye! Bye!